We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right in, Glenn Mack now. Sunday noon, 94 WIP. We check in now with Jeff McClain, the guy who does such a terrific job covering the Eagles. For the Philadelphia Inquirer, I know, Jeff, you are, I'm assuming you're at the airport right now, right? You're getting ready to fly out to uh, Palm, Palm Beach this year, right? That is correct. West Palm Beach. I'm at the uh, airport terminal A. There you go. All right. Well, then let's get to this quickly because I know you've got to catch a flight. Starting with the newest signing yesterday, 218-pound middle linebacker, Kazir, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Kazir White. Should we be enthused about the 218-pound middle linebacker? I mean, he was definitely someone that I thought the Eagles would target. Uh, you know, obviously based upon his production last year, it was like the first time that he had played all three downs, and, and he, I mean, he delivered for the most part. I think 144 tackles and, and had some interceptions and pass breakups. And, you know, and that's kind of been the Eagles' M.O. in terms of when, when you mentioned the 218 pounds. He's a converted safety. There's another reason why I thought they'd be interested in him. Uh, we've seen them do that before with guys, whether they draft them or they, you know, they pick them up somewhere else. Kamir Gruger Hill is one. Uh, Nate Gary, obviously they've had some mis- mixed uh, results on that uh, in doing that. But that's, you know, that's typically what, how linebackers are looking nowadays because you just need them to, to run and you need them to cover downfield. And, and this is a guy that potentially can play all three downs. You'll have T.J. Edwards, I guess, play opposite him. Uh, as the mic, um, TJ, TJ will probably come off uh, on you know passing downs when they go nickel or dime. Uh, but you still have Davian Taylor in the mix. Uh, I know they still like him, although injuries have been an issue with him. Um, but guys, your wife, you know, one year uh, it's, it's worth up to five million. I mean, this is not a you know backbreaking type of contract um, to me. It totally makes sense, and that was a position that they needed to address. If you looked looked at Jonathan Gannon's scheme and how got you know. When you have this deeper safeties, you're going to place more more stress upon the inside linebackers, and we saw certainly through the first half of the season that was a major issue. Yeah, that's um, that that's kind of what I was thinking, Jeff. Uh, I I remember when they signed Eric Wilson last last off season. Same general idea. I mean, you looked at his yep. numbers. He looked at his numbers. He said, "Oh, geez, a lot of tackles, a lot of plays, not bad." You know, and then he came in, and it was just it was just so bad that they benched him, and then they did, then they wind up wind up releasing him. I think that White's a better player, but there I can't avoid pointing out that there are some similarities there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when they signed Eric Wilson, everyone thought, okay, this is a guy that Jonathan Gannon knows. He'll know how to play in the scheme. He'll be a guy that can run downfield. I, I had I watched all the film of him, at least of, of the previous season. I, I saw examples of it. He was really bad against the run, though. <laughs> 
So, and that's something you still have to do if you play linebacker. And that was more the issue. Um, I think in regards to Wilson, I would agree with you that White certainly has some of those. There's some similar similar traits uh, in regards to Wilson, um, but he's but he's a little younger. I think there's a little more upside, and um, and I think also just to, for the team overall, there'll be more comfort in playing the scheme, and, and instead of you know him, him being part of that that everyone learning at the same time, he'll kind of come into guys who already know how to do it. And and and, and T.J. Edwards, look, he certainly has uh, some some fall some flaws in terms of what he can do. But he really helped shore things up because he he is a smart guy and he really was able to get, uh, get the defense to playing at a little bit of a higher level um, once he got in there. And I think that'll help, certainly help uh, Kaiser or if Davian's in there too. I think he'll get some time as well. Jeff McLean is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff underscore McLean. You had an interesting story I read on the website yesterday. I, I'm, maybe it's in today's physical paper. Uh, talking about the Eagles offseason, which Ray and I have been kind of underwhelmed by, and you said that there are, there are extenuating circumstances that play into their inability to get some players to upgrade. What have those been? Well, you know, the, I mean, the one in the headline was don't blame Jalen Hurts. Uh, now, certainly Hurts, I think, hurts them, um, pardon the pun, in terms of you know, the attractiveness of, of the team, it, it certainly as it relates to wide receivers. But to me, that's just a small, uh, that's just a symptom of, of the greater uh, issue. And that is just a, a, a series of, of decisions, ill-fated decisions that have been made by um, the front office in terms of contracts that have been given out and the bad draft picks that have been made that have kind of put them in a position where they're not very, they're not viewed uh, favorably uh, around, around the league. And look, that's not a huge surprise. I mean, they're a team that went four, four eleven and one uh, last year. They did improve. Maybe they thought that they would be a little more attractive coming off uh, a nine eight uh, season in which they went to the playoffs. But I think you know, couple that with with the quarterback and the run based uh, offense, uh, you're not going to get uh, top receivers to come here. And that that was the case certainly as it related to uh, Allen Robinson um, and and Christian Christian Kirk. Although I think they did kind of back out in terms of their offer there. Uh, you know. Look, you can't fault them entirely. They probably saw that, and they went to try to get Calvin Ridley um, in a trade. They didn't see that he would be suspended for an entire year because of gambling. Um, and 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 I and I think at some point they're probably going to, you know, they already got Zach Pascal. I think Pascal would have been here whether they got one of those guys anyway. He's just if you look at his contract, I mean, he's just here to be a reserve guy. Right. Um, but look, if they had gotten Calvin Ridley and, they, and Hassan Reddick and they were able to get Marcus Williams, uh, I think they're, they're, you wouldn't feel as bad about about the offseason. Um, but the Marcus Williams one was one that stunned, I think. They really made a competitive offer, as good as an offer as the Ravens made, and he just decided he didn't want to come here. And I think that one stung a little bit. And now they're still kind of, you know, they went and signed Anthony Harris, but safety is still an issue. Now they can certainly find someone else and maybe draft that position. And look, there's time to be done. I mean, I wrote that column before they got white. Although, you know, they're now in the second tier, kind of. They're getting the second right. tier, third tier type of free agents. And the other thing that I think that has made, you know, if I'm looking at the Eagles offseason, I'm frankly a little surprised that they are turning, you know, rolling it back with Fletcher, Derek Barnett. I mean, some of the other contracts, you know, uh, they're not they're not much to bring Boston Scott, Greg Moore back. But I don't know if, I, if I'm, Howie, I'm looking at the roster from last year and saying, hey, these are guys that deserve to come back. Now, look. To, again, to his credit, he's he's bringing them back at, at lower figures and 
and probably representative of how much they'll be used this year. I think Derek Burnett is not going to be reserved. Fletcher Cox is probably going to be giving snaps over to Milton Williams and whoever they get in the draft. I think they'll probably most definitely take an interior defensive lineman, whether it's one of those first three picks or in the second round. So, yeah, it's been it's been a little bit of an underwhelming. Um, I wouldn't say it's been a horrible uh, free agency for the Eagles because, again, as you guys know as well as anyone, I mean, the teams that go out and spend – uh, boatloads of money on free agents in the Jacksonville Jaguars. No one's done it more than none. Um, don't always uh, do well in terms of uh, you know bringing those free agents and, and getting them to uh, pr- produce. And, and we obviously seen that with Jaguars who have lost more than eighteen over the last decade. Right, right. Uh, was it um, the Anthony Harris one? I I wasn't all that surprised bringing him back. I mean, he was he certainly didn't. He certainly didn't set the world on fire last year, but he was okay. Um, but I, yeah. I have to, I have, I have to say that the Barnett one really surprised me, Jeff. I mean, the way the last season ended, um, and the way he played, uh, and the fact that to me he just hasn't taken a step forward as a player. He just hasn't. And after five years, I mean, I thought when when they finished the season last year, if you and I had had a discussion the day after the season ended about who was going to be back, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought in a million years that Derek Barnett would be coming back here again. Frankly, that one really surprised me. It did to me as well. And, uh, you know, look, I understand where they're, they're, the way they're looking at it. He hasn't, he hasn't even turned 26 yet. They know this guy. He does give a lot of effort. Is he, is he you know, they, they like that about him. Um, do they like some of the stuff that he's done on the field in terms of penalties and the fact that he only had two sacks in 17 games? Um, no. Um, but they're probably saying, okay, we went, went out and got Hassan Reddick. We have Josh Sweat, who we give a big contract to. You know, is this guy any any worse than what we can get out there in the market as a third or fourth uh, edge rusher? And in case someone gets hurt, we know that Derek will come in and do the job. And we get to get we bring him back a much cheaper uh, deal than they had. last year. They're paying him around ten million, um, and certainly he didn't deliver. But the counter argument, and I think this is a strong one. This is what I would go on. I just think that there's certain guys you just kind of need to move, move on from um, when, when, you know, with the first rounders or when, when they're not living up to that. And it's, it's, to me, it's like a little bit of a culture thing. It's, it's the same way that I would look at Jalen Rager. It's like, you know, what point um, does it benefit him to have him here when you have the entire city against him? Um, no, look, they can't think that way. Sometimes they got to, they have to, you know, make their decisions inside that building and, 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 based upon what they know inside that building. Um, but to me, I just don't think that Derek Barnett was was probably – we'll see what the contract is. I haven't seen the numbers yet. I can't imagine it's great typically when the agent will, will kind of hide it and won't, it won't get out for <laughs> Right, so, exactly. Yeah, when it's not so yeah. great. So I don't think – I can understand on paper why they did it. I, but to me, perception-wise, uh, I'm, I'm just not really entirely sure. It's, it's where I would go with them when you're trying to kind of move forward uh, with this franchise. All right, Jeff, as we said, you are headed to the owners' meetings. It doesn't seem like there's a, a huge agenda, giant issues this year. Maybe there's something I'm not thinking of. But one is a some potential to change the overtime rules, which my dad, a Buffalo Bills fan, is still stung by uh, from what happened in January. And I guess the the interesting proposal comes from the Eagles. Explain what it is and tell us if it has a chance to pass. Yeah, um, you know, obviously when I come down here, I'm not I'm less concerned with with the the rules and all that kind of stuff because I, I want to get an opportunity to talk to Howie about the off season, Nick Sirianni, and then we're going to be getting Jeffrey Lurie for the first time since he has spoken um, after they fired Doug Peterson. And a lot has happened since then. 
Um, so those will be my objectives in terms of the overtime rule. That I think that'll be the big uh, discussion here in terms of amongst the, the entire league. The Eagles um, rule change has to do with the hiring and of um, scouts, and I think uh, they joined up with another team uh, in, in offering this in terms of like when that can happen. Because look, the league in the last few years to to try and get um, teams to start hiring um, players a minority, uh, you know, front office figures, they wanted to, you know, make it so that it would happen in January. So the game now can get uh, without uh, team can't block you in terms of being able to interview for any of those positions. And then this past off season, they lost Brandon Brown and they lost Ian Cunningham, two really uh, promising scouts in their, in their front office to the bears and the giants respectively. And I think the issue with the Eagles was like, okay, why the timing of this is not good. These guys already know pretty much our draft boards. They know our plans for the off season and they can convey those plans to these new teams that they're on. And, and in terms of Brandon Brown, a, a division rival. So why can't we just delay that until after the draft? And I think that's the proposal. Uh, I, some people think it's a little bit of a petty one um, because again, these aren't really high, high, you know, they're, they're, they're scouts that, are you know promising and they're and they're in positions where they do know a lot of important information, but they're not at the top of the pyramid. Uh, and to me, you, you want to, you know, I think you should almost in some way stand back and applaud that these guys are getting an opportunity rather than kind of look at it uh, from your own kind of selfish point of view. I, that's that's one way I could. I think they're you could look at it. Uh, they're probably not looking at it that way. Um, but uh, it's it, I don't know. It's, it's something that I think maybe won't pass um, based upon what I'm hearing. And they and they're they're also advancing the idea about the overtime. They're one of the teams. I think they and yeah. the Colts have proposed the idea. Basically, what they're saying is that that the rule should allow both teams to t- to have possession of the ball. You shouldn't have you shouldn't have the rule now. If a team gets the ball, wins the toss, gets the ball, and they score a touchdown, that ends the game. And the Eagles and the Colts have both proposed that's not fair. The other team should at least get the ball for one possession and have an opportunity yeah. to tie. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I, I don't think there's ever really going to be a great solution, but um, I, I, I guess that makes a little more sense to me. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Oh, God, yes. I, I'd be interested, right? Are you... Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you know, I, I think both teams should have the ball. I, I mean, the original idea of sudden death, which they thought was dramatic back in the 50s, you know, that was when kickers were making 40% of their field goal attempts. Kickers just got too good. You know, you couldn't yeah. have you couldn't have overtime in the current in in an age when kickers are making eighty percent of their field goal attempts. The the coin flip became prohibitively you know prohibitively tilted towards the team that won the coin flip. So they had to change that. And I think now uh, I think now you you got to give both teams a possession to to see a season close out for a team when in overtime when they don't get a chance to touch the ball. I just think is it's unfair and it's unsatisfying. And you know yeah. there, there was a big yeah. blowback in this postseason, obviously with the you know with the with the buffalo with the buffalo kansas city game but um i think the time has come to review it and change it i really do jeff well i think that it might happen then um you know it it seems like something has to happen i think based upon what you've said but also just based upon the with the feeling around the league that this is not this hasn't been working but that you know that'll you know that'll be kind of a little bit of a side show i'm just interested i haven't jeffrey Lurie hasn't spoken this is probably the longest he's gone in a long time so i'll be interested to hear what he has to say about his team and about sure. you know some of the stuff that has been reported about his involvement in the team uh, and uh, in terms of uh, how he's uh, job. And we, we just know that he got a three-year contract extension. Um, you know, like, to me, that wasn't a surprise, but uh, and especially the timing, you're not going to have him go into the last year 
of his contract and also with Nick, Nick Sirianni being hired. I guess they wanted to have those contracts run concurrently, but you know, you also want to hear his, his reasoning for it. Yep. Well, we look forward to your coverage. We wish you an easy flight, and we will uh, read you in the choir in the inquire and follow you at Jeff underscore McLean on Twitter. Thanks for uh, thanks for being our guest. Have an e- have an easy flight down there. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks, Glenn and Ray. Talk thank, to you right. thank you, Jeff. Uh, be thank well. you. Be well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.